0: Shayach Halle E. Listening to the Bring Them Home Aliyah podcast, hosted by Josh Wander. Welcome back to Bring Them Home. This is Josh Wander from Yerushalayim Kodesh. Today we're living in very uncertain times. There's a lot of tragedies that are going on around the world, and people are getting depressed. And we have Rav Nachman Kahana on this morning from Yerushalayim to speak a little bit about optimism. Welcome, Rav Nachman.
1: I'm to Josh, and your listeners. Salam. <clears throat> yeah, optimism. Optimism. Somebody once said in Hebrew, an optimist is called optimi, optimi. Optimism is up to me. It's the way you set your life. It could be an optimist, You could be a pessimist. Someone once said a pessimist is simply someone who has more information. But that's a sarcastic... Definition. <clears throat> Yesterday I had the opportunity to visit uh, Jerusalem, the Gana Bota, Botanical Yerushalayim, Botanical Gods of Yushalayim. When you and you have to come and see the Botanical Gods, it's a wonder, one wonder of the wonders of the world. Beautiful. Now I'm thinking that God created the world. He created the necessities in the world that we need not to be able to live as human beings. Or for the world to go around. But Hashem also gave us things he didn't have to give us, and not necessities at all. They just make life more beautiful and more pleasant. And I so said, three things I was thinking about yesterday. Number one, flowers. What would life be if there nothing, no flowers, nothing to make the Shabbat table so beautiful? Hashem gave us flowers, Hashem gave us music. What would life be without music? just we don't need music to live or music to be human beings. And the third thing is, Hashem gave us a smile. What would life be if people were unable to smile only to frown? You have to smile. A smile is a sign of hope, a sign of optimism. In my lifetime, I knew many, many the and very interesting. Some of them I know even intimately. Like, like, like a son or like a brother in a later in a age. But all of them, all of the government, are very highly developed sense of humor. When I mean, you start with them, of course, they look at the world. They know what the world is about. And what are they going to do? The best thing is just to laugh at the world and go, go to all of Hashem's hands at the end of the day. Anyway, so I going to speak to you about smiles and optimism, despite that things might look not so pretty at, the, at a particular moment. Okay. okay. Medesh mm-hmm. Esther mm-hmm. relates an incident where two Tanaim, Rebbe Chiyar ben Chalafta, walking in the valley of Arbel, near the kinetic, the dead of night. They suddenly saw the first rays of light coming from the sun as the slowly ascended from underneath the horizon. And the tells This is the way of Jewish redemption. Darkest night, followed by first rays of a dim light that continues to gain more and more momentum. In the time we're living in today, we can see that there are some dark the dark things over the horizon and the Kabud person into uh, a, a depressed mood. I want to speak about these things. Okay. The ideas we're going to speak about here could be pessimistic, but in reality, they stem from profound traditions and beliefs we have received from our rabbis. These traditions and beliefs are steeped in optimism because they are the holy vows of the God of Israel. We Al Israel that have merited to return home, we're experiencing five national challenges which are fraught with menacing perils and risks. I'm going to call them off. One, two, three, four, five. Number one, in my opinion, our most dire problem is the presence of so many people who wish the Medina bad and are living here. While the Democratic and Western Valley Medina is unable to extol them. There are first the millions of hours between the Mediterranean Sea and the river. Then there are nearly 400,000 non Jews who immigrated from the Soviet Union. Many of them have no, not many of them, almost all are not interested in converting to Judaism, and many of them are the even at their seminary. Let's add to this the leftists. And the anarchists who came together with the secular courts to eradicate every vestige of Judaism in the land. And then the sects like the Zohar Karta, Eidah and some Mediterranean groups were not shed a tear if they had to relocate to Switzerland or to London. But for the faithful and dedicated people of the land, the prophet Yeshayahu has a message of hope and encouragement. Chapter 49, he says, Hurry, return, my children, for those who would devastate and destroy you will be expelled from your midst. We have all these people, millions, that don't identify with the Medina, but only back to the Medina. Hashem says throughout Yeshayah, they will be expelled from your midst. Number two, that the modern-day Haman of, of, of Iran, with centrifuges grind on continuously, turning uranium-238 into more fissionable uranium-233, 235, to make a bigger and better destructive nuclear weapons. To the pitiful Iranians, I've only to quote Michel again, of 54. He says, no weapon forged against you will prevail. That's a very big Amorah statement in of Yisrael. Three, another disturbing headache appears in this week's Tarshid Mishpatim, there's in the legalities in which the Torah sets down Hashem's holy laws on Israel. This week, the ICC, International. Court of Criminals, that's what I I call it, called National Criminal Court in The Hague, unilaterally declared to extend its jurisdiction to cover the state of Israel and the areas we acquired during the Six Day War. Its intention is to distort and manipulate international law in order to give vent to their anti Semitic feelings as Israel and our soldiers. I wish to remind the ICC about the continuation of the prophetic verse. I quoted before. And you, I'm Israel, who refute every tongue that accuses you. Nice I Number four, COVID nineteen continues to wreak havoc among our people. The answer that for this epidemic as effects of the marriage is is to recognize the same signal to draw closer to him and thought his deed. We wanted to shed ourselves of the corrupting Gentile values that steep steeped into our national consciousness and to renew our dedication to extend our sovereignty over every piece of land under control. First and foremost, the temperament, and to modify national education and curriculum to include an intense and wide-reaching program of Torah studies. The way simply is, we have to do chuba. That's what it simply says. We have to strengthen our abatis programs, the social aid programs, and share national responsibility in a more equitable manner, including military service. Everyone has to serve. We must strengthen the core family by outlawing sexual deviations and perversions. There's much to do before we can say that we have lived up to the historic responsibility that Hashem has placed on the shoulders of this generation. This invisible virus has taught us that the dominant factors in our lives, be it holy or profane, are precisely entities beyond human senses. <clears throat> Number five, the Biden administration has foolishly appointed many people on anti-Israel and anti-Semitic of 10,000 Jews, the key government positions. I perceive that domestic problems were so overwhelmed administration, they'll forget where Israel is on the map. History has proven that Hashem feels more than, 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 than with the declared enemies of the Jews they He does with fair-weather friends and allies who betray us. However, in conclusion, let me just say, it's possible that the simultaneous occurrence of the four challenges of Iran Biden, COVID 19, and ICC were brought by Hashem to create an atmosphere whereby the negative populations will include, conclude that it's more conducive to live elsewhere. They'll emigrate from the land, leaving here the sincere, authentic Jews who recognize the hand of Hashem in our lives. The four will expel the fifth. It just might happen as of Hashem. We have to believe because at the end of the day, we know what's going to be. Hashem is going to save us no matter what, because He's our Father, and we're the folks that Hashem created the whole world. But if you want to be part of it, you have to be here. You can't see it; you can't see it from long distance. Shabbat shalom.
0: I think that uh, just wrapping this up and going back to your original point, uh, you mentioned the Chazal. That says that the geula is going to appear kima kima in a slow uh, methodolo- methodological process. Methodological process is that the word. Uh, it, it's it's something which surprises and is is strange to many Jews, even Orthodox Jews around the world, to hear that the geula is not not supposed to happen in an instant, it's not supposed to happen, Keheref Ayin, it's not supposed to be, all of a sudden, the Geula, Mashiach appears, the Beis Amigdash falls down from the sky, and everybody is whisked, on on the wings of eagles, to Eretz Israel, that there is a process, which takes time, a lengthy process, something that is clearly mentioned, by the Rishonim, specifically the Rambam, that it's going to be, in the way of nature, and many Jews, I think maybe even the majority of Jews, around the world, uh, do not get this. They think that this is something that's going to happen in an instant, in in a split second. It's not something that is given time and is a process that we have to work our way through. Any comments on that?
1: I'm going to comment on what the Rambam says. Raman says don't deal in these issues at all because nobody will know until it happens. And just wasting time on it by by just like, in that's like they're churning water. It's going to happen when the way it happens. Now, there's no question that Am Israel today, is not what we were in the Second World War, and not while we were 2,000 years in Galut. Something happened in history. It didn't happen immediately. It took time, but it's not a contradiction. It can have Anything can happen. There's no way that you can know, can know what's going to be tomorrow morning. But one thing is you have to play safe. Play safe is to be here. Every Jew that comes here saves his life and his family, spiritually and materially and physically. What's going to be, how it's going to happen, nobody knows. You, nobody you've... could have predicted that yam soup would split in 12 different names. And Jews were... who would think of such a thing? Nobody would think the Six-Day War so we finished all the Arabs in five, in five days. In two hours, we destroyed all the Arab air forces. Who would think such a thing? Impossible. It doesn't happen. It happens by us. All of a sudden, we're the sovereign of Yur-Shalai, the first time in 2,000 years. Nobody believed it. It happens. So there is a mixture of, of process and all of a sudden immediate steps.
0: It goes together. Netzach Yisrael lo Yishaker. I'm curious, just one last question for you. You've been around for B'li Ein Hara many decades, and you've seen... Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> so so uh, the, you've seen a lot in, in different places throughout history. You've you've uh, met many many like you said you've you've had uh, personal experiences with many of the Gedolim what what would you say has changed over the years as far as the mentality of Jews regarding Eretz Israel and the Ga'ulah what 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 is the main points that you could say that have changed in the way that people have thought um 50 60 years ago and the way that they're thinking today it's
1: a big question the way I well, I thought about these things before. What happened? Where are we? There is every nation, any true nation, every true race has a certain uh, in, uh, inherent characteristics which are only by them. In other words, you can sit the right down who are the British, the English? The English are different than the French, French are different than the, the Italians. There are certain things that inherent in a person. Jewish people, who are we really? Not to who we really are, what's our real inherent characteristics, you have to try to imagine who are the Talmudim of David and Melach? Who are the soldiers of Dab and Melach? There were Tamadekim. There were soldiers. Who are the people of those times? The time about the maca who are the macadam. What is the basic Jewish character? What's happening? In the 2000 years in Galut, the basic Jewish character becomes, let's say, or has been uh, distorted. And it's, it's there. You can't get rid of it. But we don't have an opportunity not to express itself. Coming back there with the uh, and it could take several generations, more and more the basic character of the Jewish people is coming out. Jewish people are basically spiritual. The majority of people today themselves are dati, are religious or traditional. Very, very minority of people who are that say not interested in this uh as they say. And it's coming up more and more. More and more people we see I become more Dati. So kind of in other words, I see that the character is it's not the there's, there's a perversion over there of life, it's a Tati we have yeshivot. Tamdeh Chachanim, we have a name, a dayanim, we keep no one to the army. We yeshivas, or and colonels in the army. Keep Tamdeh Chachanim. That is the national character of uh, the soldier of Tzai Lodavet HaMelech. Uh, and as times go by, one more generation, another generation, is
0: going to be a national character of the Jewish people. Amazing. Okay, thank you so much. It's Parshat Shkalim. We can hope that uh, soon we'll be, be able to bring our Machzita Shekel in order to start bringing Carbonus again. It's another thing that's very confusing to many Jews that are abroad that the whole idea of Mashiach. And karbonot and uh, the beta HaMikdash are all three separate issues. They, they they collide with each other. But you can bring karbonot without having a beta HaMikdash, as the Mishnah says, as it says in the times of Ezra. And you can have it without Mashiach. And these things can be done. There are things, that practical steps that can be made today. And uh, we hope that uh, as you get closer and closer to Pesach, that this will be the Pesach that we will be able to renew Amen. the Karbon Pesach. Thank you, you so much.
1: Say, yeah. I just want to say one word. There's so much history, so much history, have been played out in Jewish life, three thousand five hundred years. The real history is yet before us. What happened, everything to now, is only is a is a is just the beginning. It's an in introduction to the real big things going to happen. To us us to the world. It's not that much sooner than later. Okay. Shabbat
0: Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Bring Them Home Aliyah podcast. If you identify with our message, please subscribe and tell your friends about us too. You can leave us a review on iTunes as that really helps us grow. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. For sponsorship opportunities and for all other inquiries, please email us at bringthemhomeisrael at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.israeltorah.org for more content on this vital topic.